Bum, 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 bum. Just kidding. I was just trying to make my own little intro song since I'm uh, I'm yet again trying something new here with uh, the podcast and with the channel. So welcome to another episode of the Aftersound Experience, the podcast. And um, I'm recording this on a Monday which is usually when I do my Monday beat drop. But what I have decided moving from here on forward is to really just combine both of them. Uh, I think I was it was getting a little cumbersome to try and do both at the same time. Sorry, like two per week when essentially um, I think it'd just be easier to do it as one. So the podcast, so here's what originally happened. And for those who are just listening, uh, this is a, a strategy I was trying to take with the YouTube channel, which I am pivoting away from now. But I was trying to have the podcast focus solely on uh, interviews with folks or conversations with folks, um, and then kind of put Monday Beat Drop to capture the other random things that I want to share with you guys and, and talk about. So I figure instead of trying to do both of those and then upload them as kind of separate little not little, but separate things under the Aftersound Podcast branch, why not just make it all into one? And when I have conversations with folks, uh, there'll be conversations. And when I don't, um, I will just go ahead and do Monday Beat Drop-esque format for for these types of things. But everything will just be under the Aftersound experience now. So for those of you who really enjoyed the Monday Beat Drop, don't worry, it's still going away. It's just under a new name. Um, actually, the original name probably when I started this, because I feel like back in September of last year is when I started getting back into the podcast and then focusing on this and blah, 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 blah. blah. So I don't want to, I don't want to bore you guys with the details. Here we are moving forward. And um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it and want to share that with you guys. So I think what I'm going to do is record continue to record every Monday and have this as, so for those of you on YouTube, well, first of all, thank you. Uh, also, let me just make sure that we don't get disturbed. I'm going to put my do not disturb thing going here. Um, but uh, so the YouTube schedule, I guess, will be to have these continue to come out on Mondays and uh, new music every Friday, whether that's a cover, whether that's a remix or a brand new song. So um, that being said, let's jump in. Actually, I don't know why I said that. That being said, this Monday, uh, I got a remix coming out with Soundwell. Uh, this will be the first remix for Don't Forget About Me, which I'm really excited about. Soundwell is a producer from Honduras. So once again, getting international here. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, he just took it, ran with it, created something really cool. I love the drop on it. And um, yeah, I'm excited to just put it out and, and share it with the world. So uh, that will be this Friday, June 26th. So keep an eye out for that. Um, also a belated happy Father's Day to folks. Um, I mean, it was just yesterday, but hope you guys had a good time with your, your parents, fathers, family members. Um, or father figures, whoever that was. Uh, I unfortunately am in LA. My father's in Chicago, but lots of FaceTiming for that. So, um, but he had a good time. We we had a good time. 
It was fun. I don't know why I'm making this so awkward. I don't. I don't mean to. Um, so I guess we can just jump jump into. I, there's only two main things I wanted to bring up, and I think what I will do, like I was saying earlier, <clears throat> is just have a what I'm watching and what I am reading every week. Uh, I think that is something that'll keep me more focused, especially the reading side, because I do want to make sure that I am constantly reading as much as I can. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with that. Now, the first one, uh, this is a little old already. And when I say old, I feel like it came out last week, but um, sorry, what I'm watching. This only came out last week, but I thought it was incredibly important. It meant a lot to me and uh, was definitely trending on Twitter for a bit, but just wanted to share it with everyone. If you have not watched it yet, it is the, let me make sure it's sharing with you, 846 by Dave Chappelle. Now this was released through the Netflix is a joke YouTube channel, which is primarily reserved for their comedy skits. Um, but it was not really that funny at all. Uh, in fact, I felt like it was just a solid reminder and critique of the times that we're currently in. So uh, I'll just play a short snippet there. No audio. But so it's essentially I think he did like a social distance um, special at his place uh, in Ohio. But really, it was a it was Dave's reaction to everything that's going on uh, with the protests with George Floyd. And, um, you know, as somebody who watched Dave Chappelle's early stuff, and when I say early, I mean like early 2000s, um, Killing Them Softly, I think was the first time. Um, it, that, that was, it was hilarious, right? That's the thing. It was hilarious, but it was also incredibly powerful because, um, and I know I, I've, I've mentioned this somewhere I think I was mentioning it on Twitter, but uh, as a suburban kid or kid who grew up in the suburbs of Chicago and had, you know, very limited, thankfully, um, very limited interactions with, I guess, the police or just, I, I wasn't putting myself in those positions and it just, sorry, this is coming off wrong. Limited interactions with uh, really racist behavior. Let's put it that way. I, I grew up in a diverse neighborhood in the suburbs of Chicago. Um, and so, you know, I would hear stories about other things and, and all that. So it's, but I never, I never really experienced it myself. And maybe that's because I, I, I feel as though I'm somewhat racially ambiguous, ambiguous, but at the same time, um, what I, what I remember from this special and why I think it was so powerful is because Dave Chappelle did a fantastic job with that uh and one of the bits or with that with that special and one of the bits that he had was you know him and his friendship getting pulled over by the cops or what it was like to get pulled over by the cops and he delivered it in such a way that it almost didn't sound real right you know thinking back on it it just sounded so ridiculous yet he was telling 100 truth uh in in terms of the african-american uh sort of experience when it came to dealing with police and police brutality so um, and, and just all the, all the, the racism and, and kind of authority issues that come with that. And I just, you know, now looking back on it and realizing the, um, kind of effect that it had on me. So for this suburban kid who didn't, you know, it come across that as much, I slowly, not slowly, but it was being put into my brain. 
It was, I was experiencing and learning something about other person's experience through comedy. And this, this is why I love stand-up comedy so much because I feel like we just, it's such a, most times it's just such a uh, much needed reflection of where culture is at. And, you know, this was almost what, 20 years ago that Dave Chappelle was talking about this and we're having the protest now. So watch it. It's, it's definitely worth your while. I think it's about 25 minutes. It's, it, there's some funny parts, but honestly, it's, it's not meant to be a comedy. Uh, like I said, I think it's just a very striking and emotional critique for, for Dave. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he's been talking about this for for quite a while, and we are at a point now where a lot of people and a lot of brands and, and corporate America have really started to recognize what what this is and what this movement is and and what it's trying to accomplish. And you know, I, I don't want to get into it now. I feel like there are a lot of um, there's a lot of questions in terms of what the end game is here. And, and that's one of the big questions that I have. Uh, and, and I'm not trying to dive into that, but, you know, I think that it's important to recognize, you know, that there is a community here that's struggling. And so um, it's just really nice to see all of the attention that's on it. Even, and here's the thing, even with the corporate attention, right? Like you, you look at some folks or look at some brands or look at some companies and say like, Oh, they're just kind of taking advantage now. Right? Like look at the NFL, for example. And and I love, I love football. I love the NFL. Like they totally botched this with Kaepernick doing it or taking a knee four years ago yet. Now it's like, Oh yeah, we should have listened to him. Yeah. You, you really should have. But um, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's one of those things where from an absolutist perspective, whether or not people are coming across as genuine in their support for this movement, um, for Black Lives Matter, the net positive to me is still, or the, the, the net result is still very positive, um, you know, because it is shining light on a, it, an, or a spotlight on an area that much needs to be recognized uh, very much needs to be recognized. So um, we can dive into this whole thing, and I, I don't want to do it in a, in a self conversation because to me it's just kind of weird to be talking about it myself. There, uh, just given given some brief thoughts on it, and I haven't really formulated how you know. I there's still just a lot to process. Let's just put it that way. There's still just a lot to process, uh, and I don't want to come across as insensitive or. Um, uninformed because truly I, I am uninformed and I don't want to speak from ignorance. So I'm just glad that, you know, some folks and wherever these injustices are happening, uh, hopefully folks are, are shining a light on that and that justice will be served. And, and it's not just that there needs to be systemic and systematic changes across the board. So um, as long as we are working and, and hopefully finding solutions to that, um, and as long as the conversation is still happening, I think that's the most important thing. As long as this conversation is still relevant and happening and people are engaged, um, it's it's hopefully a good chance for us to move forward as a as a society, as a species, and really um, and really make some positive changes uh, across the country and across the world, really. I think I think that is what has gotten to me the most. You know, <laughs> the u s. isn't anybody's favorite country right now yet. Um, or the last couple of years, yet uh, you know a lot of people standing in solidarity with um, with George Floyd and, and what this movement represents because racism has no borders. Racism is um, something deep within people's hearts, unfortunately, and prejudice will always be there. 
but you know i think we can through understanding through engaging with people through learning and just being around other people and cultures i think we will all i think i i feel and this is the optimist in me i feel like we have moved leaps and bounds forward as a species as and as a society over the last let's call it like 60 70 years with global travel and global connection you know um we've learned so much more about each other's cultures and learned that there's just this human connection um and there's still so long and such a long road ahead of us to go um but i i think that uh i, I <laughs> and again this is just the, the optimism me i i i i am not trying to say that we are there by any means and um and there is a is a subjective probably is is very subjective but um i do feel like we're moving in the right direction and the the saying that sometimes you got to take one step back to take two steps forward i feel is very relevant right now right um this is a very incredibly unprecedented time for my myself people my age and just you know we we haven't seen something in terms of a global movement like this uh so it's incredible to see, and this is in the midst of a pandemic. So, um, a lot going on, a lot to unpack. But I think Dave Chappelle hits a lot of nails right on the head with the special. So, taking it back around to that, um, I think it's worth watching. I will link to it in the description and show notes. So, check it out. Let me know what you guys think. Um, and as a fan of Dave, I'm always happy to share his work and um, and his message. So not necessarily that I agree with everything, but he's a comedian. So I, I think that he does a great job kind of reflecting where the culture is at. And he's one of the best, honestly, one of the best. So uh, that is what I am watching. Sorry, what am I reading now? Let me share this with you too. All right, so what I am reading is a book called The 48 Laws of Power. It's by Robert Greene, and <clears throat> I, I picked it up on Friday, like late Friday night. Uh, it's Let me put it this way. Books have been, in my life, books have had a significant impact uh, on just my thinking on my, like I've, I've recognized that. And I know people will probably say that all the time, but um, they have significantly impacted my learning, my opening my mind to different things. And um, the one thing I realized is that I just don't read enough. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I tend to focus more on nonfiction um, fiction. I would love to get back into. I feel like the last fiction books I read were the hunger games like 10 years ago or whenever that came out. But, uh, I enjoy, I ve I'm very much enjoy reading nonfiction. I just don't set aside enough time. So this whole thing with what I'm reading every week, it won't necessarily be a book all the time, but I just found myself to be, um, in a position on Friday night where I said that I'm, I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed too much, or I'm scrolling through Reddit too much or, or on Instagram or whatever the case is. When I'm on my phone, I want to have an option where I'm not just mindlessly and and I don't want to say that I don't want to say that um, as an absolutist, but like not I, I don't want to just be mindlessly scrolling through stuff on my phone, right? Like I learn a lot from Twitter, I learn a lot from from Reddit, um, Instagram, Facebook. It is what it is. Um, 
but I I wanted to have an option where it's it and it's funny because I'm I'm sure other people feel like this too. But when you're on your phone, sometimes you're just looking for something to do, right? Like and and this this goes back to the um, like what what were we doing before our phones? We never got bored because there was no, there's always this external stimuli, right? What can I what can I look up? What can I you know what's happening on Instagram? What's happening on Twitter? What's happening in the world? And I, and especially with Twitter and Reddit for me, I felt like, okay, well, these are, these are productive, right? I'm, I'm learning, I'm staying ahead of the news. I'm learning different things and, uh, seeing what articles are trending. And, um, I think that it's good to a certain extent, but I wanted to have a more formal way for me to consume something, uh, that felt productive, uh, because I don't, I don't feel like being on, news apps and news platforms all the time is that productive and i'm not even going to get into the ridiculous amount of information that we probably consume on a day-to-day basis compared to the generations that came before us and how that's probably giving people tons of anxiety and uh, depression and who knows i i, I mean science is uh still it's stuff stuff is still being studied but um you know at least for me what i wanted to focus on was reading and uh i came across this book honestly randomly i was just like i need to find a book i will literally buy the first thing that looks appealing so i think i went on to amazon's kindle store and uh looked at what the top bestsellers for the books in the business section were so i am only about three four chapters in or i should say laws out of the 48 so it's uh it's interesting there is it's definitely you can definitely tell um oh no i shouldn't say that (laughs) i was gonna say that the book is somewhat dated but it's not i think that there the examples um can be a little out there sometimes that are given but i do feel like there's a lot of value in recognizing certain principles when it comes to power and it's funny because you know um reading the reviews for this book before I started, you know, people are like, this book is evil. Like you, you know, you learn so many bad and negative things. But I I think that the takeaway that I've seen so far is that power, like anything else is just a tool. And um, this is just helping, or this book is just highlighting how people achieve it, how people maintain it, uh, how people take it away from others or how people use it. Uh, And so I think for me, the value that comes from that is just being able to recognize how just, just sorry, just to be able to recognize that these things are happening so that I know if certain tactics are being used on me or I know how to enact certain things in order to make sure if I'm working towards a goal, whether it's with myself or with other people that we can get something done. Um, I can understand the argument that uh, the book can come across heartless and that it can come across as evil because um, there are definitely certain, you know, elements. I mean, it's power, right? So, um, but I think on the most basic level, it's so far has been a very interesting book to read um, and just fascinating in its look at the different aspects of power and how to achieve it, how to go after and how to maintain it and how to keep others away from it. So I, I think it's just important to recognize because sometimes we implicitly know things uh, or maybe sub- maybe the better word is we subconsciously know things, um, meaning that we don't, you know, we don't, 
we don't actively know them. So you don't realize it. And uh, unless you realize something, you can't use it as a tool for, for hopefully good, but you know, good or bad, whatever it's, it's a tool. So um, that was a long winded kind of analysis for a book that I've barely read, but that is what I am currently reading in. Yeah. So 48 laws of power, Robert green. Um, this is fun to get back into this. Cause usually when I was doing the Monday beat drops before it would, I would just kind of be like in and out really quick, record what I needed to, and then jump out. But, um, apologize for the rambles. I'll probably be doing this more as I figure out how to talk to myself in front of a camera. So, um, that being said, I will continue putting these out on Mondays. So since this is coming out on a month or being recorded and hopefully put out on a Monday, have a great rest of your week, guys. Uh, that is all I have. And yeah, crazy times right now, but stay safe and stay well. And I will talk to you all again very, very soon. All right. Take care.